Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Kensei, and you are listening to Kensei's podcast. Yeah, you just a jealous ass bitch, but you never seen the doors go up like this. Yeah, you never thought I'd rank go like this. Chain so bright, I lit the lights off, bitch. I know I hurt like this when you love someone's so while I'm iced out rich. I won't fall for you again. I've been gone ever since. Yeah, I'll leave a little something wrong, but the scars they don't bother me. Hey, it has been a minute. I am sorry, not really sorry, because things have been good, guys. Like, um, nothing bad happened to me. I wasn't, you know, I didn't get anything or fall ill or um, nothing bad happened to me. That's not why last episode there wasn't an, uh, last week there wasn't an episode. Um, there was just, I, I had a lot of stuff going on and good things, and so I just couldn't get to it. And uh, that's, you know, that's not how we plan for things, but, you know, life throws, what do they say, lemons at you, you make lemonade. This time they threw lemonade at me and I drank it. So, you know, uh, whatever, here we are. It is episode six, um, titled To Be Determined, and we are watching Raw live. This is uh, an hour and change in. Um, my new schedule is going to change things up for me a little bit. So for most of you you listen to on tuesday mornings from what i see and thank you so much but those that listen on mondays it just might be a little later monday night than what you usually find it at but either way we have episodes one through five which you guys are loving downloads are up numbers are up thank you i'm just kind of surprised by how you guys are finding it if you guys could hit me up and tell me like hey i found your podcast through you know twitter or instagram or maybe it just came up on like your podcast feed whatever i would i'm very curious to know how you guys are finding it so if you could hit me up and let me know that'd be dope because then i can you know keep manipulating those ways or feed into that and get more people you know and uh that's the whole point we want to we want to reach an audience that we can hopefully affect positively in their lives you know what i mean all right so the way things have been going, I, in the beginning, said I wasn't going to do any kind of segments, really, or I was just going to kind of see how things play out and, and how we're going to lay out the podcast. And it seems that the format is news and Kensei stuff uh, probably then my latest fixations. And then after that, it gets into wrestling. After that, it gets into like collectibles. And then after that, it kind of uh, just wraps up into any random stuff we're talking about. So I don't know if I'm going to do segments, but that's kind of how it breaks down. So there kind of aren't segments. I just don't announce it and waste your time with like a minute long music segment or whatever in between. If you want music, you know where it's at. So um, go get it. But yeah, you know, my latest fixation, as you know, if you listen to the fifth episode, is Michael Myers. I am a big fan. So far, I've seen um, update. I've seen one, two, 2018. I've seen kills as, you know, the new one. And I spoke to a bunch of people about it, read a bunch of uh, reviews about it. And, and the whole franchise watched the that cool thing on Netflix, the movies that made us. 
and I had ran through the toys that made us. That one's dope. If you ever collected as a kid or, you know, had action figures as a kid, check that out. A lot of cool stuff. Like, Stanley helped bring the Power Rangers to America. Like, whoa, I didn't know that one. But, um, yeah, Movies That Made Us, they had an episode on uh, Halloween, the first one, and they go into detail about how, you know, uh, what they say they're holding things together by paper clips you know it wasn't a high budget movie as you could tell if you watched it it was people with an idea and a, and a vision and they came together as friends and a, a a creative group and they made it happen and that's that's dope man like i fuck with that you know you have an idea you have down people that are down to do it with you get it done and that's why i like to do with my music with you know Glass, Lonnie, Roe, Payday, everybody. everybody. There's too many people to name. Um, you got people with like-minded ideas and, you know, or completely different mindsets. I hate that word. But completely different um, visions and put them together and you get some Kensei music. Like, that's some dope, you know? But anyway, I've seen those four movies i've kind of skipped the middle because i've got a lot of mixed reviews about them some people like the middle timeline better than the current timeline which is one kill one 2018 and then kills and then the new one coming up um and i'm kind of digging that one so far uh and i don't understand why so many people dislike the ending to kills i watched it twice now First time I watched it was my first time watching any Michael Myers, anything. And so I was very confused with a lot of points as the majority of the movie has callbacks to a lot of previous stuff in the first movie because that's its direct prequel. But after watching it a second time, I'm just like, wow, this movie's great. And yes, I watched it a second time. I wanted to watch it a second time. I, uh, I, I'll watch it again. Don't make me. I will. It's just, it's just dope. Like, and so, okay. So a lot, spoiler alert, don't listen for like the next five minutes or whatever. If you don't want, uh, kills spoiled, but even if whatever, I don't, it doesn't matter. So, uh, at the end of kills, they, he kills the daughter, right? He kills Laurie Strode's daughter. Um, forget her name. And everyone's like, Oh my God, that's so dumb. Continuity. Like, it should go he should have killed Jodie Lee Foster if anything he should have killed Laurie if anything because to get rid of that and now the daughter takes over whatever nah man that's stupid if anything the granddaughter takes over because she's the young one she is the teenager she is the resemblant to her grandmother Laurie she fell down the stairs same way or whatever was that her? I don't know but points in the movie i'm watching i'm like oh that's laurie as a little girl that's that's her that and then the mirror image is right there oh we got Dolph ziggler and bobby Roode against uh street profits right now uh, let's see what happens i think that street profits are gonna wipe the floor with them uh they should whatever um so yeah it's all about alice and the granddaughter fuck the the, the daughter she don't she don't matter she's uh she is the supposed hero the believed hero oh it's a triple threat tag rko rk bro 
Randy Orton and Riddle. This guy, oh my god, they got a, they got the hat with his hair on a snake, and they got it riding a scooter. Oh man, kids are probably going crazy for this. Uh, so, damn, where was I? So this is what happens when you watch Raw, and try to do a podcast off the dome. So yeah, it's all about the granddaughter. It's a mirror image. There's nothing wrong with with uh, the daughter dying because you know she stood in his in his place and basically brought him back to life, brought like teleported him to the house. How the hell did he get there? Wasn't he like somewhere completely? He was down the block. Yeah, he had just gotten jumped down the block. A few blocks and how is he supposed to have gotten past everyone and gotten upstairs without anyone noticing i guess that's what he does but i like the idea that he just like kind of manifested into the darkness or out of the darkness as she stood in his spot looking out the window we thought that she was going to stand there look out the window and be like oh damn we beat him finally no she's dying don't stand in my spot. It's my it's Michael's spot, man. Chill. So, movies dope. Movies fire. Watch that. One kill. One, two thousand eighteen kills. If not order, that's like the new timeline for these movies, whatever. But uh, <laughs> Montez Ford. With the, um. Yeah, it's dope. Just uh, I don't know what these haters are talking about. And they've got another movie coming up next year. I'm sure it'll be dope. Um, but I also wanted to talk about how Lori, you know, main main uh, star of all the Halloween movies, Lori is basically Sarah Connor. Or, you know, Sarah Connor is Lori in a way, like this this female survivor fighting for her life. You know, Sarah Connor's fighting for the freedom of human beings in the future, but it was just such a comparison when you look at uh, Halloween Kills, when she's in the hospital and she's like, "No, nah, or no, 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 no." It was uh, in the first one, 2018, where she's got the whole safe house. She got the basement. She got all the the weapons and everything like that. I'm like, "Oh, this is Terminator too," you know, like when she goes back to Mexico and has to get all the weapons from Homie or whatever, and they got like the secret bunker. And it's just that, you know, that level of preparedness for an impending doom, uh, you know, freak your kid out, have like almost like get your kid taken away, basically, because you're so crazy about this, this, this monster that's coming eventually. For her, it was Terminator. For the other one, it was Michael Myers. And, you know, everyone's just like, yeah, whatever. And then it happens. And then they're prepared. So I thought it was just an interesting comparison, uh, between Laurie and Sarah Connor, older Sarah Connor and older Laurie specifically, once they've gone crazy, or you know not crazy, just uh, very prepared. But yeah, I thought that was a dope comparison, and uh, they they like they look like grizzled veterans or whatever. Okay, and so after I watched those movies or maybe in between, and I've seen 
some of these in the past, but not necessarily the ones I'm about to speak of. I watched J uh, Friday the 13th, the first one, the second one, and the third one. And oh my god, these movies suck so much. If you're a Jason fan, I really want to know why. I'm very curious as to what made you a Jason fan. You probably saw one of the newer movies with the mask and everything. And it's like funny. He has like funny kills, I think. But man, those movies sucked. The first one, he's not even in it. It's his mom as the killer. And the whole time you're waiting for him. Of course, I'm not watching it in 1980, whatever, one or whatever it came out. But the whole time you're waiting for him to show up, the mom's the killer. Spoiler alert. Sorry. And you're just like, oh, that's it. And then he pops out at the end as a little kid still in the, the river. And you're like, oh, he's a zombie or something. And you're just like, okay. Then the second one, the beginning of the second one, they play the entire ending of the first one as if it's a dream of this girl. And, you know, fast forward a bit. The, Jason is... A grown man now so if he's a zombie he can grow or he's just not dead I'm thinking he's not dead yet I didn't look into this because this movie sucks and so he's chasing everybody around with a, a pillowcase on his head with one eye hole poked out so it's like okay he has no depth perception um, he shouldn't be so good at killing people sorry uh, but uh man I, it, was just, it was a pain watching this and I'm like trying to get in a Halloween mood this was like last week I think and trying to just you know because I've never really been into celebrating Halloween much this was the first year I really tried to like watch some movies and whatever like on purpose in the past you know it's just on TV or whatever but or you're with people but this time I was like oh let me let me do it but man so then they pull the bag off his doofus head and he looks all crazy even though in the first one the little kid's face you can't really tell but it doesn't look like it's like messed up to that degree um and then the third it's just it's stupid and then the third one it's the first time i think a film tried using 3d like 3d technology where like the stuff pops out on the screen and you have to wear glasses whatever and so there's no 3d at all for like the first hour of the movie like first half of the movie and then out of nowhere, like, they start poking brooms at the camera and just hands and, like, random things jump towards the camera. And it's not even, like, cool. It's just kind of, like, random. Like, why did you need to point that broom at the camera right now, bro? It, it just seems very cheap and, like, not well done. And at the same time, Jason is running around killing people. And this is the movie where he grabs a hockey mask off of someone and puts it on I think I think I fell asleep at the time he found it and I woke up and he had it on but it was just like why would he put the mask on um I guess he does he wants to hide his face and whatnot but like where'd all his hair go he had mad hair before uh and oh yeah in the beginning of the movie it shows him from how they left him at the second movie where they like threw a knife, uh, chopped him with a machete, a machete in his shoulder, and they left him there dead or whatever, right? And so then now it's not in his shoulder, it's somewhere else. I, I don't know what they were thinking. 
and maybe they couldn't reproduce it but he's not dead he stands up so I'm like okay where does fucking hair go why is he like a bald zombie man now it makes no sense or maybe I missed something maybe I freaking missed something but nowhere in any of these movies am I like wow what a cool movie or like wow what a cool killer or this is scary or this is and again I'm not in 1981 or 2 or 4 or whatever and this at the time not too many movies like this I guess were out Michael Myers had come out but maybe I don't think it was like well received right away and it's a the Friday the 13th Jason movies are a complete ripoff of Michael it's a complete copy it's just it's just not well done and it just comes off very comical in a bad way and just not interesting and so I'm gonna stop talking about it but if you are a Jason fan why I, I need to know why please and be public about it. Tweet me about it so we can all see it. Don't hide. Don't hide behind your Jason fandom. As you should. But for this one time, I'm asking you to come out of the closet and express why the hell you would do that to yourself. Because I don't get it. All right, we got Montez Ford with a high frog splash off the top. Bumping down Ziggler. Oh, he falls. Bobby Roode back up. The comeback, Montez ducks him, and the flying lariat. Oh, to the push-ups. The weird, not really push-up push-ups. And the side kick, toe kick, swing miss. Oh, oh, here we go again. The, oh, it's not a triple jet tag, by the way. RK Bro is just on the outside. But uh, Montez Ford is putting in that work. And here comes Ziggler with the interference on the pin. Yeah, so um, I think that does it for my Halloween fixation. She doesn't really like Halloween movies like that. So it's going to be a, a bit of a process. I got her to watch one. Next year we'll go for two. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't like candy, and I'm not really into the other movies. I don't think I'm going to watch Scream. I don't think I'm going to watch Chucky. It's kind of cheap. I tried to watch the new Chucky movie. I was just like, well, it was mad funny. They were in the Chinese factory in China, and they're talking in Chinese, or, you know, Mandarin, I believe, and dude is yelling at him like yo you suck I'm firing your ass right after you finish that doll so finish that doll and get the hell out of here because I'm gonna fire your ass you suck you loser you suck you're worthless and he just keeps saying it to everybody and they're just like ah uh, in this factory and then so then this guy's like damn I'm about to get fired like I'm definitely getting fired right now so they're making all these Chucky dolls the new version of Chucky's I don't know what they're called Dylan's or some bullshit and he like types in the computer like Oh, remove safety protocols, remove the violence barriers and all this, whatever. So it's like no limits on how the doll's going to behave. Oh, distraction by Omos. Omos. And Adolf Ziggler picks up the pin on the distracted. 
Montez Ford. Wow. Oh, the Davari's out here. He's an agent. That's a big motherfucker. Anyway. So, yeah, he puts all the safety pro protocols down and, like, all the violence parameters are out of whack, whatever. Oh, Angelo Dawkins gave him. Uh, and so then I guess that's how Chucky is evil or how it's born. It just sounds so stupid. It's like... I don't understand how Chucky's even scary. I'd have kicked the hell out of him the second I'd seen that dude and just, like, tied him up. Like, why didn't you just tie him up and, like, put him on the bottom of the ocean or, like, just put him in a cage? Like, if you put Chucky in a cage, he can't get out, right? He's made out of plastic. He cannot be that strong. Well, plastic's pretty strong, but can't break metal. I'm curious if they've ever tried that to lock his ass up in like a small like dog cage or something inside another one inside another you know like whatever I'm not even gonna so outside of that back to wrestling this is mad late because you know it's a week and a half after but the Saudi Arabia show was dope as hell bro that whole met that whole card top to bottom was fire there might have been one the the women's match was a little weird because of the, the outfits or whatever but you know still it was decent and uh the whole card was fire whole card was fire the big e drew mcintyre match was dope as hell the roman brock was dope as hell they had the whole segment where uh paulie like threw the belt in i'm hope that's from that match otherwise it was from a previous one he throws the belt and he's like oh you know what to do and they like did the tug of war thing again yeah i think they did it previously oh the recap in monday damian priest was going ham on these fools oh damian priest lost it people think damian priest is about to be a wwe champion one day i mean i don't see why not they put the u.s strap on him has there ever been a puerto rican wwe champion I don't know, but he's dope. Uh, they're doing a lot of gimmicky stuff these days. Like they're doing a lot of uh, very cartoony characters, and they kind of always have. But I think they're returning back to the core of that, and I think it's dope. It's not all for me, you know, obviously. But it's what's cool about the brand of the WWE, where they're always focused on bringing in new fans and that happens very young so it's like they're always entertaining to the young fan and they get hooked and then you, they just keep coming back and they just can continue to drive in that young fan and then they grow with the product they grow with the wrestlers and they experience all that nostalgia and they just sell it right back to them when they come make new appearance uh, appearances you know later on uh, these wrestlers I don't know it's smart it's smart but yeah so Saudi Arabia was dope as hell I'm trying to think about anything that's oh so everyone's talking about how uh, da Daniel Bryan is like the best wrestler in the world period of all time or something right now like John Moxley just got quoted in his book saying or an interview saying that he's the best wrestler ever he's the goat like legit like period and so what I have to say to that is obviously that's his opinion. He's, in, he's entitled to his own opinion. Is he trying to hype his own shit right now because he's about to face him for the, you know, AW World Championship qualifier match or whatnot? 
I think so, you know, because you're facing the greatest wrestler of all time and you beat him. Or even if you lose, you still look good because he's the greatest wrestler of all time. You just said it yourself and you are who you are. So that gives that credibility. You know, he's putting him over for all you fans out there that don't know what that is. He's putting him over. But do I think he's the greatest of all time? I don't think so. I am not a wrestler, so I don't know to what criteria he's judging him on. But it, it comes down to fandom, and you know, as a worker, you're gonna look at things completely differently than a fan, just a regular fan. Um, he's probably very hardworking. He's probably very well. We know he's very good technically. We know he's got the fan. You know, we know he's one of the greatest stars. But number one, I don't know. These people online were throwing in like Brogdovich and who I don't know who that is, my guy. I'm sorry. Like I got all the respect for all the the wrestlers of the golden age and silver age and before that, but my dude, nah. I don't think any of those guys can like I feel like to be a star, I mean, it it, it works both ways because, okay, let me get into it. To be a star back then, you had to be so good. You had to captivate an audience right in front of you. And then once TV came out, if, you know, we're talking about that period, have people wanting to tune in at specific times because nothing is on demand. Nothing is, you know, streaming. Nothing is at your fingertips on a phone. You had to buy a ticket to a show and go there you know for the most part for a lot of these guys like your early Hulk Hogan's your early Ric Flair's your you know your uh, Bob Backlund's you had to go find these guys like oh he's in town Andre the Giant oh he's in town he's in the country let's go see him because you just heard about him word of mouth or you seen a picture, or a photograph, or something. Such a different time. So these guys were living legends, literally. Today, world champion Roman Reigns has been over a year the champion, but he's available at everyone's fingertip, on the phone, on Twitter, on Instagram, on whatever. You can see him. You can watch all his matches, critique all his matches, down to the second play it back rewind it all you know so it's like the criteria and i'm not calling roman the you know um the criteria is completely different because the scrutiny is way overboard today no one was doing that back then because you couldn't you're not going to every match you can't you haven't seen his whole body of work it's like wilt chamberlain you know like we don't have everything on tape we don't even have the 100 point game on tape it's just based off of who was there and the older the story gets the more exaggerated it might even become like who knows in time it's going to be someone's going to edit the photo and it's going to become he scored 200 points or he did this and that and this in the game you know who knows but I don't know if you can call him the greatest of all time you can maybe label him with certain criteria like maybe one of the best technical wrestlers of all time or maybe he's one of the greatest all-around workers but not the I don't know who the is some people argue like Bret Hart 
or Shawn Michaels or Flair because of his impact to to this day, you know. So there's a lot. I'm gonna say Mick Foley because that's my guy. You know what I mean? I don't know, <laughs> but or Jushin Liger, you know. That's another one where you could be like, wow, he was an innovator of so much. And a lot of these guys are. That's what makes him so great. Oh, boy. We got T-Bar versus Damien Priest. Oh, yeah. And, you know, one of these episodes I had criticized AEW saying it's very predictable. But, you know, I'm watching Raw. I can I know who's winning and whatnot. But did I not just get that uh, Montez Ford thing wrong? I thought that they were going to win, but uh, Ziggler picked up the win. So, I don't know. WWE does that screwy stuff, you know, like interference and all that stuff a lot. AEW is going to give you straight up for the most part. Ugh. Man, my my triceps are killing me. I, uh, I hadn't gone to the gym for like a week um, and went back in, did back and biceps, and then I next day I did... Uh, chest shoulders triceps and I was doing skull crushers laying down on the bench and I haven't done them in a while and I was banging them out boom 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 hitting them full 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 sets just going hard uh, not like towards the end of the workout it was like one exercise before I left and oh man my arms are crying for days uh but yeah, so I don't know who the GOAT is. I don't know who the GOAT. You tell me. Tell me who the GOAT is to you. Is it John Cena? Is it Triple H? Is it The Rock? Is it Austin? I don't know. I definitely don't know. Because I said Mick Foley. So my criteria is different, man. Uh, I just don't know. What we're going to talk about next is some stuff I picked up. I got in the mail from Amazon that Jeff Hardy Ultimate. Whew. Some people are saying, oh, the torso is kind of crazy big, uh, but I don't think so. I think it's decent. You know, like, you don't want him to be, like, skinny. He was He's not a skinny-ass dude. Like, he's a, he's a decent-sized heavyweight champion at the time. So, you know, I'm not mad at them reusing a torso and, like, just throwing it on him so that he can have that size. I think it's Ric Flair's torso or something from that ultimate. Um, but it's dope. It comes with extra head. comes with some hands, cloth good shirt. Uh, and uh, WWE title. And it comes in a new, like, red uh, ultimate packaging. I don't know if that's just for the fan takeover, um, and with with the Hogan that's coming, and also the Ultimate Warrior and Triple H. So those might all be red, or I don't know if it's going to be that way for future 2022 sets, like the uh, upcoming uh, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. That's the new one that's coming out soon. Or the new one that's being announced. I don't know if that's actually coming out soon. Because we had gotten that list, right? Of Roman and Ray, Batista and... With the clipboard or from the draft. Uh, Batista and uh, Alexa Bliss. 
and there's a few more ultimates that they had brought up like I forget from what event it was but yeah so we're getting ultimate Mr. T I'm down sucker I pity the fool some of you may not know who that is and so look that up they got a team on Peacock I think it's um if you like old sitcoms it's it's cool uh, it's about a mercenary team of guys that had been in Vietnam and they like be doing underground shit in LA <laughs> and they be messing with like gun runners and drug cartel and blah 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 Mr. T's there and he got mad chains on and guns so it's cool so check it out sucker I pity the fool that don't check it out don't know if I mentioned that I picked up Kushida and Riddle Elites from 88 they came in the mail. They came clean. Oh, oh, what didn't come clean? Legends Kevin Nash. I ordered it at Target, man. They sent that shit. It was disgusting. I also ordered a Riddle. No, sorry. A Piper came all banged up. Luckily, I found him out in the street. Um, not in the street, but, you know, in hand or on foot uh, at the store. Uh, I found a Billy Gun, And then I... Found the junkyard. I got junkyard mailed to me earlier. We talked about that. But that Kevin Nash got mailed to me like somebody people's elbowed the box. I looked at that and I was like, I already know it's messed up inside. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm not hunting anytime soon. So I don't think I'm gonna find another one. And if I check the app right now, uh, I bet it's sold out, which is cool for like rarity or whatever, because you know you want to have what other people don't have right so that's fine but uh it's not fine because the box is messed up so i might just open it and i don't know then i gotta open the scott hall i'm getting crazy what am i doing i can't be doing that because i'm not a loose collector typically so very disappointed but still happy that i got it because you can't get it unless you find it and uh haven't seen that at all. Oh, they got the John Nada. See, this is the thing I don't like on the Walmart app. I'm on the Walmart app right now. I've seen that John Nada uh, Roddy Piper figure from They Live. And you can order it, whatever, but it's like you have to go pick it up. But you're going to charge me $5.99 extra to go pick it up? That makes no damn sense. Send that shit to my house, bro. <laughs> like, what the hell? But yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with that. I kept like, I was fiending for it. Like, oh, damn, I need it. And then now that I can get it, I'm like, eh. You know what I mean? Sometimes when things are so close to you, when they were so far before, you can see them for what they are and, or see it for what it is. And you're just like, I don't really need that. Or that's not really what I'm looking for. Um... But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for the collectibles. But I wanted, before I leave you, I wanted to leave you guys with a little bit of um, uh, experience or some words. And it's basically about, you know, finding your happiness. Because recently something happened with me where, you know, I didn't record the last episode because I was finding my happiness. And my schedule is changing because I stumbled across some more happiness and 
all I got to say is in life, things will be difficult many times in your life. And once you've overcome them, there will be another difficult situation coming your way soon or later. We don't know. And it's not to fear that. And it's not to, you know, overly expect it because you don't want to be like looking over your shoulder. But be prepared. But also understand that it's all for something. And not to say that, oh, you go through some hard shit, you're going to be rewarded with uh, a good life. No, it doesn't work that way. But what I'm saying is you go through a difficult time, you adapt, you learn how to overcome, you gain skills, you gain experience in doing so. And then once that opportunity presents itself, because opportunities present themselves all the time, we just may not be ready for them. Um, so it's like, as you go through life and these experiences, whether they be good or bad, occur, you learn from them or you should be learning from them. And then when an opportunity presents itself in the future, you apply said learnings and you try your best to succeed in those opportunities. And I've just recently, or not just recently, but in life, but more so recently, yeah, I've been able to apply those learnings and have achieve some happiness and it's just a good feeling and it's out there so look things don't come to you sometimes you feel like oh this fell in my lap but it's not because it fell in your lap it's because you put yourself in a position to have it fall in your lap if you were just sitting on the ground over there you know it may not have fallen but you you sat over here it fell right in your lap. You didn't have to move or adjust for it. It just fell. You get what I'm saying? So work. Work hard. Be your best self. Want things. Look forward. Want things for yourself and get them because you can get them. Because if someone's getting it, you can get it too. Be realistic. But within that same frame of mind or that frame vision I should say realize what you want is obtainable as long as you want it you know how to get it you learn you experience life and you know do all that stuff you get me I'm I don't want to ramble or talk too much this is gonna be a short episode because uh, I'm tired and I'm hungry. And uh, I got a train to catch. <laughs> Shout out, Mattman. But um, yeah, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for downloading, sharing it with your friends. Oh, Damien Priest getting his ass beat with a Singapore cane right now. Oh, he's. Damn, he's slapping shit at it. This thing's break. Oh, it broke. Oh, that's cool. Um, but uh, damn, I hope they don't got a splinter. Oh, it looks like he do got a splinter. That sucks. Oh, he's about to stab him. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, I'm going to catch you guys next week. Promise I'll be on time. If schedule changes, I will let you guys know if it changes. But seems like it's going to be Mondays um, that I'm doing this, uploading it at Monday night. And it'll be ready by Tuesday morning, if not late Monday. 
so thank you guys again. Peace be with you. Fear Michael Myers. Jason sucks. And be happy, guys. Peace.